What's up, everybody? Welcome to week one of the college football season here on Maction on the Believe Sports Network. I am your host, Mark Scafidi, former NIU Husky and Akron alum. Week zero got off to an amazing start. If you watched that Nebraska-Northwestern game, uh, Northwestern pulled out a big victory over in Dublin, Ireland. It was a great atmosphere to watch it in. Uh, Scott Frost on Nebraska, my prediction. He does not make it through the season. He will be fired. Uh, and blunders like losing the first game to Northwestern does not bode well for a guy who literally has to keep winning to keep his job. He is not going to keep his job with performances like Saturday. There's 11 more games to go. I don't think he makes it to the 11th, the final game of the season. So there's a lot of pressure in Lincoln. He isn't going to get it done, but that was an amazing kickoff to the college football season. I spent last weekend in Alabama and that was fun. Worked on my show. Uh, again, coming out most likely at the end of the college football season. I will tell you more. Um, I did get to see a preview of it, which was pretty cool. I got to see the first uh, 45 seconds of the show edited, like the opening title. Looks great. Looks very professional. It's going to be on a major network. Um, Everything is cool with that. Uh, the people of Alabama were very friendly, uh, very uh, inviting, and very warm. Had a great time there. Um, but now I'm ready for college football. Week one for the MAC starts today. Uh, it gets kicked off tonight. ESPN3, St. Francis from Pennsylvania going into InfoCision Stadium at Akron. Coach Joel Moorhead, his first game at the helm for the Zips with their new logo, a new atmosphere, a new era of Akron football. This one has to be a victory, everyone. It cannot be a loss. St. Francis is a, not a very good school in football. They're from the FCS level. They are not a perennial playoff team down there. They don't, go to the, they don't play North Dakota State in the championship game. Akron has to win this game. If you don't win this game, it bodes really bad for the rest of the season if you're a Zip fan. So tonight, don't want to talk much about it because it's, it's it should be a guaranteed win. Akron gets the W. If they don't get the W, watch out. It's a really long season. Um, we have Central Michigan going into Stillwater, Oklahoma State. That's right. I looked it up. The untimed down seemed like a couple of years ago. It was 2016. 2016 when Central Michigan went into Oklahoma State and won on the last play of the game. It felt like so much more recent to me. Um, but the Chippewas are going back to Stillwater for a chance to do it again. Now, granted, the chances of that happening are almost like 0.01% with that same type of winning on the last play and untimed down. Chippewas, underdogs, on by 21.5 points. So heavy underdogs for the Cowboys. That game is on FS1, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 Central. Uh, the Akron game is on ESPN3, 5 Central, 6 Eastern. Um, but it's a full slate today. It's almost like a college football Saturday. We have Ball State going into Knoxville, Tennessee. That's right. Another game. SEC Network, 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Ball State uh, looking 
for another big upset. They're going in as a 35.5 point underdog. Yikes. 35.5. Tennessee's quarterback, Hendren Hooker, could have a monster game against the Cardinal defense. Um, we don't know. But going into the SEC on a Thursday night, opening day, John Paddock, the quarterback for Ball State, has his hands full. Um, you, you really want to slow the game down if you're playing, if you're such a heavy underdog against Tennessee. There's going to be 105,000 people there. It's going to be warm because it's September. It's warm everywhere still. The key to winning that game, I think, is if is what Ball State doesn't really do, and that is ball control. <laughs> like You want to hold the ball and limit Tennessee's possessions because if they get moving and they're feeling it, Tennessee could just erupt for like massive outbursts, you know, 21, 28 points in a quarter. You don't want them to get the ball that many times you know, in the game. So if I were Ball State, the strategy I would use is slow the game down. You want to try to run some clock, give Tennessee fewer opportunities for the victory. Um, but 35.5 point underdog is huge. Uh, that game is on SEC Network tonight. <clears throat> so a channel most people have. FS1, a channel most people have. ESPN3 is super easy to watch. Um, next up, same time. Long Island University against Toledo in the Glass Bowl, ESPN three six Central seven Eastern. Uh, pretty pretty lopsided game. I'm gonna you know I don't want to talk about that because it's not a big deal you know playing Long Island. Toledo should get the win uh, at home. They should move to one and zero. Another game. The hardest way to watch a Mac football game is ESPN Plus, 7 Central, 8 Eastern, Eastern Illinois versus NIU. Coach Thomas Hammock and his Mac champions are back at home to kick off the season in a game that they should win pretty easily. Eastern Illinois hasn't been very good at the FCS level the last couple seasons. Uh, Rocky Lombardi and a lot of returning starters are back for the NIU Huskies. Look for a big, easy victory tonight by the champs before they go on the road next week to take on the Golden Hurricane of Toledo. ESPN Plus, the hardest way to watch a game. So if you are a Husky fan or you just want to watch that one and you don't have ESPN Plus, I recommend going to one of the European sites. You can figure it out and you can watch it that way pretty easily. Um, Western Michigan going into tomorrow. This is Friday, September 2nd. ESPN Primetime. That's right. Primetime ESPN. Mac team getting the good spot on the good channel. Western Michigan going into Michigan State. Uh, this one is going, <clears throat> is going to prove uh, probably tough for the Broncos. They lost Caleb Ellaby. Um, he's gone. And they're moving into a new era of football. He left early, actually, by the way, everybody. Oh, Michigan State is ranked 15th. Um, I forgot to mention Oklahoma State is ranked 12th. So we got a couple couple matchups with the, some top 25 teams going into the season. Now, the rankings don't always mean a whole lot going into the season because nobody knows if anybody's good or not. But going into the season, you're playing in your own state. So this is a rivalry. The last time these two played, uh, it was 2019. 
and Michigan State won the game. If you recall, they they wore some like highlighter green uniforms. It was kind of weird, um, but they worked that day. So who knows? Maybe they'll break them out again. It, you know, it was just some weird kind of things. Um, I don't know, some weird unis. Um, the Western Michigan defense is led by Corbin Mamet and Zaire Barnes. Uh, the the strength of the defense of the the Broncos is the defense. Tim Lester, his strongest unit is going to be on the defensive side of the ball. And I expect there to be a lot of momentum at the beginning of the game for Western. The problem is, I don't know if you can um, translate that to a victory against Michigan State at home with a brand new quarterback. Caleb LB is gone. Jack Salopec is in, um, but you might get to see Alabama transfer Steve, uh, Stone <coughs> Hollenbach in the game too. So it's kind of like a tryout game for the Broncos. So yeah, if if one of the quarterbacks does really well, he's your starter probably week two. But it's that kind of game where the Broncos are basically using it as a practice to see who's going to be their starter week two. And that normally means they're not really sure how the offense is going to go with either one of them. And if one guy comes in and lights it up, he's going to keep playing the rest of the game. And the other guy might never see, never see the field the whole season. That's just kind of how that goes. And Michigan state, if you, they want to win the game clearly, but if they don't, I don't think it's the end of the world for Western Michigan because they need this game against a great, great opponent to get ready for the rest of the season. So um, that's where I think, I think Western is in this game. They're a heavy underdog, but they also need to figure out the offense and get that moving for the rest of the season. So it's a good game to watch on ESPN primetime. So, you know, it's Friday night. What else are you going to do? We got live games today. You got live games tomorrow. You got live games Saturday, probably Sunday, and probably Monday. If uh, the tradition keeps continuing on Monday night, there'll be another big game. So football is here. Uh, We got another game tomorrow night. This one, not nearly as exciting as the other one. ESPN 3, Eastern Kentucky at Eastern Michigan. This one, by all accounts, should be in... Nice victory for Eastern Michigan. I don't expect to see any um, any letdown from the Eagles. That one's on ESPN three. Easy to watch. So so far, the only game on the bad Big Ten or ESPN plus is the NIU game against Eastern Illinois. Every other game is fairly easy to to see. Uh, Saturday, September third. It's my birthday, by the way, everybody. Happy birthday to me. Um, Buffalo at Maryland Big Ten Network in the first window it is the one of the easiest ways to watch because it's on the Big Ten Network and almost everybody has Big Ten Network in the country so super simple um Maryland isn't that bad. I mean, they're not Big Ten upper echelon, but they're not that bad. And I'm definitely 
interested in watching the first half of this one. Um, this is a 24-point underdog situation for the Buffalo. But you never know. It's a, a game on the road that they can potentially win. It's week one. You never know who's going to be good and who's not going to be good. So it's there's something there's something there for Buffalo. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm not going to pick Buffalo, but I'm kind of interested, you know, in, in seeing the game. And it's on it's the early window, so easy to watch. Uh, later on in the day, one thirty p.m. Central, two thirty uh, Eastern time. Pac twelve Network. Not everybody has that around here. If you don't, um, it's on the Fox Sports app. So some of you will have it. Some of you probably won't get it. Um, it's, I don't know, it's a toss-up and depending on where you live and which cable you, which TV provider you have. Uh, Bowling Green at UCLA. This is another massively lopsided line, 23 and a half points. But this is, this is the max week to make a statement you don't get to make statements when you play MAC teams, if you're a MAC team. This is your opportunity to make a name for yourself for the season. You're going into the Rose Bowl. The right, the granddaddy of all stadiums. It won't be sold out. There's not going to be 100,000 people there to watch Bowling Green. But you're in L.A. You're playing a future Big Ten team. You're playing one of the marquee teams on the West Coast. I mean, let's face it. There's about three or four of them, and you're, you're at one of them. Um. It's California. It's a long trip out there from Ohio, but you're going to L.A. Bowling Green, bring it. This is your opportunity to beat a Pac-12 team, future Big Ten team. Make a massive statement for yourself for the season. I don't know if it's going to happen. UCLA is pretty well-rounded. Um, I don't know if it's going to happen. But I'd love to see it. And I'm sure a lot of you would like to see Bowling Green going to UCLA and just knock it out of the park. Uh, that would be amazing. Um, moving on Saturday because there's so many games. ESPN Plus, the hard one to watch. Florida Atlantic versus Ohio in Athens. Florida Atlantic is going on the road into Ohio, a four-point favorite. That's kind of scary what the what Vegas thinks the um, Ohio season is going to look like when FAU is going into your stadium and favored to win. They're not a Power Five team; they're a Group of Five team, and they are not by any means a phenomenal Group of Five team. They're a, they're the they're the school from Boca, where the Boca Raton Bowl is. Max schools go to their stadium and play in in the Boca Raton Bowl, but they're not a amazing team they're an okay team for a group of five they're a group of five okay team so this has me kind of worried that vegas thinks ohio isn't going to be very good this season um but if you're ohio and you're going to have a solid season and you need to win this game this is a must-win game at home in your stadium at night on a saturday night kick opening week so that is that has got to be a win um I yeah I, I can't stress enough. Ohio has to win that game to have a, a good season. Ohio has to win. Uh, ESPN Plus slash SEC Network Plus <clears throat> next game up. You have Miami of Ohio going into Kentucky again. 
you're going into an SEC team, you've got to got to bring your best. Um, you've got to play your best football if you're going to win in the SEC. It's the best conference. Miami do have is Brett Gabbert. He is your chance to win the game. <laughs> that is simple. If he plays well, he has to play well to win the game. There, it's no ifs, ands, or buts. Gabbert plays well, you have a chance. Kentucky is not LSU. They are not Georgia. They're ranked 20th because Kentucky's been good the last couple seasons under uh, Mark Stoops. But Kentucky is not Georgia. They are not LSU. They are not Alabama. They are win- They are beatable. Uh, it's a 16-point um, spread. That means Vegas respects Miami and Ohio. They're, it's not 25 like a lot of the other games. It's not 35. It's 16. Miami can win the football game. They're co-favorite Mackies champions. But if you're going to be a good Mac team, this is a game you have to win. This is a game you have to come home with if you want to make a national splash. Kentucky is a beatable team. Kentucky also plays NIU in about three weeks. There are opportunities for Mac teams to go into Lexington and get the victory. Now, a bad Mac team won't go in there and win. I'm not going to even sugarcoat it. A good Mac team can go into Lexington and pull that win out. So that one is kind of hard to watch depending on which channel it's actually on. If you don't have SEC Network Plus, it's probably going to be a little more difficult. I would uh, just plan on going to the European sites like and, and you know, watch it there and probably going to be the easiest way if you don't have espn plus if you have espn plus don't worry about it you're fine um six o'clock prime time saturday night one of those espn plus slash sec network plus i don't want to predict the upset but miami has a really good shot but it comes down to gabbard it's just it's just how it's going to go he plays really well like other quarterbacks yeah he's an nfl potential quarterback so he has a great game. Kentucky's in trouble, and that's how they're going to plan it. I mean, they need to stop him in order to, in order to win the game. They can stop everybody else, but you got to stop him because they don't win without him. And they're Kentucky's not worried about anybody else, really. I mean, it's that's who Kentucky's looking for. Final game of the night. So you go through an entire three days of Mac football. Oh, we still have one more carrot at the end of the rope. FS1, 10.30 Eastern, 9.30 Central. Kent State Golden Flashes going to Seattle to play the Washington Huskies. That's right. Another primetime game for the Mac. you got to love it, everybody. Um, this is, again, Kent State goes with this insane schedule. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> The athletic department there challenges the football team like nobody else in the country. This is the first of the impossible games, we'll say, for them. This is the easiest one, probably, too. Um, they're going with a new quarterback. Colin Chile is, is the new guy. Dustin Crum is gone. Seems like he was there a long time. Um, Chile has played a lot in, you know, um, mop-up duty when Crum, when they were winning or losing by a lot. So 
yeah, it's not it's not ideal um, going in on your first like big game at Washington, but you don't have a choice. This is kind of the way uh, the way Kent State does it. They play monster games. Um, this game is on FS1 national TV audience. Can the Flashes get it done up in Seattle? I don't know. It's a 23-point spread, but I know that it's going to be even tougher for Kent State coming up, too. They've got Oklahoma and Georgia still to come. It's like Kent State. I love the schedule. I love the attitude. You will play anybody, anywhere. Um, but that's a really hard way to start the season every year, playing three of those type of games on the road. But I love it. Kent State challenges themselves like nobody else in the country. There's 131 schools. Nobody plays a schedule like this except Kent State. I don't know if they're going to win the game. It's going to be tough up in Seattle. But I love Kent State. I love the way Sean Lewis and the athletic department schedule games there. So they, if nothing else, they put their fans on national TV in the biggest games against the biggest schools year after year right now. So great job, Kent State. And that is every MAC team. We got a full three days of MAC football um, starting tonight. Got a huge slate tonight. We got two games tomorrow, I think, and then we got a big day Saturday. We're not going to win all those games in the MAC. Honestly, I mean, the, the FCS team, I don't, let's not count those. I mean, that's, that's, those, are, those have to be wins. We're talking about the Power 5 schools on the road because they're not playing any of them at home. We're not going to win all of them. Let's just maybe we'll get one or two. I think everybody in the MAC will be thrilled if they get one and just elated if they can get two of them. And it doesn't even matter which two. You'd like to get the top 25 teams, sure. But is anybody going to complain about beating Washington, <laughs> about beating Tennessee? No, you're not. Any of those... Mac schools get the victory. They, you know, they used to give out that pirate flag. I don't know if they're still doing that. You get to fly the pirate flag because you got a power five win. I don't know. But let's just hope we get a couple, at least one, have something to talk about next week because uh, there'll be another big slate of games like that next week. So that is week one of the college football season in the Mac. Uh, it's a full schedule this week. So stay tuned. It starts tonight at five o'clock, four o'clock Eastern. Uh, I am Mark Scafidi. You are listening to the Believe Sports Podcast Network. Come back next week for a recap and a preview of the following week. Enjoy action, everybody, this weekend. Have some great football. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.